Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So here we are. Joe Squared number four. Episode cuatro. That's podcast, baby. <laughs> and we got this smooth jingle that got created by Marcy. Your friend from uh, Groningen? Well, yeah, he lives there now, Groningen. He makes beats and his brother's a musician and he's following suit. And he's following suit in a real I slick mean, way right now. blessed us. Raw. Jesus Christ. I can't believe, like, I'm just grooving to it right now. Yeah, I mean, we played at a newsroom earlier. We were just Ooh. moving our hips. <laughs> I like that move. Come right on, now. man. But um, yeah, yeah, so shout outs to Marcy. We're going to have this playing in, in its entirety just a little bit low whilst we speak. Yeah, yeah, out of respect. The, <laughs> man, the man took time out of his day to make a jingle for an, for an upcoming podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's it's heavy, it's good. It's, it's good. tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you very much, Marcy. So what's coming up today, Joe? Well, uh, Oh no, sorry, I'm Joseph Lyons. Oh, I'm Mr. Joseph Shaw. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had an eventful few days. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys might have seen on the uh, the Twitter <laughs> that uh, we got into a spat with a well-known columnist of the Daily Mail. Peter Hitchens. The man himself, brother of Christopher Hitchens. Who, I mean, I, I knew about Peter Hitchens previously from watching Newsnight years ago. And yeah. literally just by chance, because I'm not a news night regular. No. But sometimes when it's on, I'm inclined to watch it. And it was with Matthew Perry, Chandler from Friends, talking about addiction. And basically Peter Hitchens just small boying him and saying, yeah. your disease is just made up. I mean, it's, the way he speaks is so matter of fact. And he has so much conviction in his own opinions. Literally. That it is, it's quite intimidating intimidating and you went toe to toe with him but we'll get to that in a minute yeah yeah um but yeah you you're right the conviction is right there and i mean if i'm going to be brutally honest i i've suffered with my with my addiction problems mm-hmm. um and watching the interview or the debate i'd say with the matthew perry yeah i started questioning my own belief Did you? in yeah yeah man I mean, he does. So his argument was was that it's all just uh, yeah, yeah. There's relies no, on your will. There's no objective fact that yeah. there's an obsession of the mind that addicts and alcoholics go to particular twelve-step programs <laughs> to talk about, and they relay and recount stories that they've experienced. Yeah, and then other people identify with them. Which, in turn, makes it a real thing. <laughs> because I don't think these people are making up what they make up. They they have an obsession. They yeah. can't get it out of their mind. And then they, they use on that. And then once they have a drink or a drug, they cannot stop. Yeah, that's what that's and, what Matthew Perry said. He said exactly. But he uses his will not to have that first drink. Exactly. But, so, but, if he, but if he does, then the allergy. he loses that will. Exactly. So, so that is what an alcoholic is or what an addict is is once they have that first one they can't stop and usually negative consequences come of that 
and yeah. that is what makes an alcoholic or a drug addict because you're clearly not in control and you can't stop whereas Peter Hitchens came with the argument that we're all in control it's your choice you want to use you like using and yeah and that that leads us in nicely to why we spoke to him but yeah. we can give a little bit of background about why we were there in the first place yeah uh, so it was the Winchester Speakers <coughs> Festival um, they had a few big names there on the Sunday uh, one being Martin Bell who is a former wartime journalist uh, he covered yeah. the Iraq war amongst many others is it Bosnian Serbian yeah the Balkan Wars the Balkan Wars so he was super interesting really old now actually yeah 80 yeah yeah 80 and yeah he was seriously interesting and was promoting a book about his experiences and his experiences as a journalist and how it's changed and why it's changed and just (laughs) was really insightful really charming (laughs) and knew a lot you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why no, did you laugh when no, I said Charmin? Because I thought you were going to follow up with the complete opposite of Peter Hitchens. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I didn't watch Peter's speech because no. of the interview that we had. Yeah, so we had an interview with Peter Hitchens. I thought it was going to be after his talk. It ended up that we had 10 minutes to interview him before he gave his talk. So we walked in and we saw Peter and we were like oh yeah so we're here we're going to film your talk and then have an interview and he was like oh why don't yeah. we do it now yeah so we obliged because um, he's Peter Hitchens he's a big name we were like yeah i mean we'll, of course. we'll go with the flow yeah so we we followed the organizer and peter into uh a, a back room i'd say yeah. like a, a like staff, a staff room. room it was yeah. like a staff room and we set up the camera um and at that time so so uh, i was doing the interview i wanted to make it clear to him up front that we weren't going to be talking about what was the, about the book that he was uh, promoting. promoting i wanted to talk about what i'm making my documentary about which is how uh, student unions are introducing drug testing kits uh, to promote sort of responsible drug use i suppose and, uh, and not uh wait what are you gonna say I- as we touched on earlier, he has quite a harsh view on drug Yeah, he's a users. very conservative Christian journalist mm. that isn't afraid to, to speak, speak his, his mind. mind. <laughs> and uh, But he, he was cool with that. He was cool with the fact that we weren't going to address uh, his, his current book. We were going to talk about a book that he has actually written uh, before about this topic, about the non-existent war on drugs. Yeah, which is a book he wrote time ago. Yeah. I still haven't sort of looked into it and it it wasn't there for us to look into it was just we knew that he'd had some strong views about Mm -hmm. this we asked him if it was okay he agreed you went toe-to-toe with this man sort of yeah ignorance is bliss i'd say not really understanding the thing is i i have i've actually seen quite a few of his videos and i know the sort of guy that he is i've seen more on his brother christopher Hitchens. yeah um but i was in a situation where from from the Thursday till the Saturday, I was busy celebrating my girlfriend's graduation. Yeah. So I didn't have time to do prep, which I would have liked to, looking back. But I went in there and I had nothing written down. I was like, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the mouth of the lion now. I think that was the... So I'm going to pull up a chair. <laughs> I think that down. was the most beautiful part of it. And that's the reason why it worked so well is because you didn't have a set of questions. You were just there 
in the moment listening to what he had to say and answering to that yeah. and giving him an on the spot response which was yeah. better than coming off topic and then reading from yeah. a list of questions you well, know uh, uh, retrospect- retrospectively I would like I would have liked to have, have had like a few bullet points not even, even but even the, but the thing is if I did the research I would have just had set questions but if I just had a few bullet points because there was one, there was one part where I just was like what about anabolic steroids <laughs> <laughs> because no, that it just got, came no, to my head but it got a response yeah it got a, it got response. a response and at the time I was like whoa that is off key I was standing <laughs> behind the camera I just turned around I was like awkwardly like what the fuck did he just ask yeah I know yeah honestly I, that was my response it caught him off guard as well he was like caught well, all of us off <laughs> I feel like the dynamic in the room shifted then yeah. but then at one stage Joe fucking heroically asked him about his own drug use and he had smoked weed, but then blamed it on bravado. No? Yeah, that was and, uh, bravado for my teen years. And yeah, anyway, so the 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 interview pursues, and we think it's going okay. Like he, I mean, he smiled a few times throughout the interview. But sorry, we haven't mentioned this, but Royston Smith was yeah. a similar heated, probably yeah. more so yeah. in terms of heatedness. And he was talking about Brexit. Royston Smith, the MP for Southampton, Joe interviewed him last year, and that got that w- the, the tension in that room was. Very small room as well. It was tense. Probably about half the size of the one Christopher uh, Peter Hitchens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was just a lot more enclosed. Than yeah, that. yeah. So, but he afterwards, so this is what I expected because of that interview. Royston Smith shook our hand afterwards. Yeah. was like, boys, thanks for coming yeah, out here. you did a great here. job. Yeah, yeah, congratulated us, whatever. So we got props from him. To be fair, to be fair, we trekked down there on one of the snow days. Yeah. The trains were all, were all messed up. I mean, we did deserve some props for actually making it there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but it just shows what we were expecting. Yeah. But then we got treated with a different type of well, so the, ending. The, the interview wrapped, okay? And then I, I stood up, I was like, thank you, Peter. Put my hand out. He walked past me, walked past Joe's extended hand, <laughs> and then got to the door and just turned. No, he didn't turn. He didn't he, turn. He, he kept his head straight and said, uh, I hope you guys rot in hell. And it was just crazy. I mean, after that, so the door shut and then we just burst out laughing. No, I a nervous laugh. It was like it was a confused, yeah. strange energy, weird type of like. How did that just happen? Like, what, what did we do to? Yeah. Since when did it like become that? Like, it wasn't an out and out argument. Completely. Nobody insulted each other. We, he was sticking up for his views. You were just asking questions yeah. because. You just wanted to ask questions for your I, documentary. I, I tried to, I tried to come at it from a perspective of sort of devil's advocate. Yeah. Where just because I think that would get the best answers from him. A hundred percent. That was my job. And you didn't do it in a profound, weird way where it was like out completely out of the box. It was like completely succinct to the to the line of like yeah. conversation that was happening. And then anyway. <laughs> so yeah he left and I was just totally shocked but I had stopped pressing record on the camera and got really frightened that we yeah. didn't catch it if we didn't oh dude it would have just been it would have been an anecdote and it would have been no more but anyway yeah. we walked down to the pub later on and we had a we had a beer well I had a beer you had a pint of water indeed off the bottle <laughs> and then we uh, <laughs> we we looked at the zoom so we recorded the audio separately I hope Don's not listening <laughs> But we recorded the audio separately and um, 
So we were listening to it, like intently listening to it. <laughs> one one Apple, Apple headphone each. Each, each. And then he said it and we had it on tape and we erupted like we won the World Cup. Honestly, <laughs> everybody in the pub was so shocked. I celebrated more for that than when England beat Colombia on pens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was insane. So we'd like erupted. Everybody was like, what, what, what? Did you win a bet? Did you do this? And we, we told one lady and she extended her she fist up. Would you, you wouldn't expect from her. From, uh, no, but I think we were doing oh, that is true, yeah, a yeah, lot, yeah, so yeah. I think she just followed yeah, suit on that. Indeed. So copied. Shout out that lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a couple shout outs already today. Marcel and that lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Peter Hitchens, though. So Shout out Peter Hitchens. So hey, thank you for, for <laughs> making the time to speak to us, because you didn't have to, and especially when it was nothing about your book. Yeah, definitely. So, I, I mean, mean, yeah, thanks. Uh, then, anyway, we left, and I was riding a wave. I told my sister, I told my parents, and we had a little debate, well, talk about it. And then anyway, and then I was just a bit like, it. I deflated. Yeah, so sorry, my no. high sort of went. So when I came in this morning, I was not sure that it was this. Yeah. If yeah, it was no, going to yeah. be as good as yeah. we thought it was. It worn off a bit. But then anyway, we showed our lecturers and they were like, yeah, I mean... What I respect is Brian, our lecturer, sort of asked us what we want to do. Yeah. And we were sort of like, I mean, for us, it for, because we're just starting this new podcast, we thought it made sense to try and use it, honestly, for publicity and mm. just to put it out there mm. and and see what happens. Exactly, because we didn't want to, I don't know, we just thought there was loads of things that could have potentially happened, but basically what happened that day happened and we weren't hamming it up. No. So what we did, we edited it, and then it erupted. <laughs> he <laughs> retweeted, and <laughs> I went mad. I started shaking. I had a coffee in my hand, and I was like, "I haven't got a lid." And I was like, trying to rush to the thing so we could edit it down. <laughs> oh god, it was crazy. And then we just kept. And then now we understand what Twitter's like when trolls address you. Like yeah. we had some, oh, some great ones. We had some great responses to our tweets. Um. So wait. Uh, so we put up uh, to start it. We put up the end of the interview exactly uh so ha ha literally how it ended and then uh so the camera shut off and we just had the audio and you hear him uh say i hope you rot in hell and we put we put some text on the screen and then he responded back in Ooh. three to five minutes yeah yeah if yeah that. like maybe 10 minutes and his response was where he accused us of like of a uh, sort of luring him into the interview by saying we're going to talk about his book, which we never did, and then uh, bringing up another subject, which I made sure that I asked him if it's okay. So he said after we had tweeted, P Peter Hitchens, Mail Online columnist, told us to rot in hell yesterday after our interview, and then his tag, which is Clark Mika. Well, I don't know why, but yeah, anyway, he then said, uh, we said, what did we do to him? And he came back and said, you know why? You asked me for an interview under more or less false pretenses. I agreed to be interviewed despite your behavior. What behavior? Anyway, we just were polite. And yeah. anyway, I then formed the impression that you were a propagandist for drug liberal <laughs> liberalization <laughs> with unpleasant manners and closed minds. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I don't think at all that we were ill mannered. No, not at all. 
honestly, I can't. And I'll just want—I just want to have an honest discussion with him about the subject. I—I I am not a drug propagandist. I'm just—I'm just a journalist trying to make a documentary. And I—I I wanted him. The reason I was there is I wanted him to give the other perspective because I wanted because you have to have both on the, on the documentary. You have yeah. to have a fair representation. Of course, especially so when you're doing something like that, you can't just do yeah. one thing. Exactly. So it, you're the opposite of if a propaganda. If I propag- was a propagandist, I wouldn't speak to him in the first place. <laughs> but. Okay. Yeah, so he tweeted that, and right now, as we speak, his his thing has got one hundred and seventy eight likes, thirty five retweets, and nineteen comments. <laughs> that's on his one. That. That's his. That. So he, and so, that's the most he's got on any of his things today. Like it, all <laughs> all of his other ones are small boys in comparison. Like Woo! we killed it, and then our second one, our follow up on his page, it was twenty three likes, two retweets. So after that, after we had said our false pretenses, we put the start of the interview up, which like basically just yeah. completely took away that argument. Yeah. And then swept his legs from under him. And then we put the full interview up afterwards, and then he was just like, "Oh, a gentleman knows." What did he say? <laughs> Read that one out. Yeah, because <laughs> this one is strange. Oh, I can't find it. Did he delete it? He might be on his tweets and replies, but. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, this is the one I was just talking to, talking about. It says no, that too was obvious. Oh, so here is the full unedited from us. Here is the full unedited video. I don't think our manners were unpleasant at all yeah. from us. A lot of people are asking for the full unedited video <laughs> because they were saying we know what you're like. You're yeah. you're spinning this one, slimy journalist. But we we weren't at all, and that was never our intention. Our no. intention was just to show what had happened. Yeah, and it, it, the end of it was how people received it exactly exactly how we received it it yeah. was like wow like what on earth apart from the people that are sort of you know oh yeah hitchens diehards with yeah yeah nothing they think... on their twitter that identifies them yeah yeah so i mean we'll, yeah, yeah yeah we'll all we'll steer away from take that. away a pinch of salt from them you know <laughs> but he then turned around to and said to us after we'd said our manners were not unpleasant yeah he said, no, that too was obvious. It is a characteristic of the ill-mannered that they do not know how unpleasant their behaviour is. A gentleman is never unintentionally rude. I meant to be rude to you. My purpose was to make you do something you rarely do. Think. Okay, cutting, well, cutting. That one hit me real deep. <laughs> that one confused me yeah, to start yeah. off with. It, does that make me not a gentleman? Does that make me stupid? I don't think so. Nope. I think he stopped what he was doing and yeah. just came up with this thing. And then we, no, say la vie, like away, yeah. away with it. I'll tell you what, salut. <laughs> salut. Mr. It's, Hitchens, it's salut. done, but I mean, yeah, we got some yeah. ridiculous amount of traction today. Yeah. No, but the thing is that I think that at that point he stopped having like yeah. a, any sort of logical, reasonable retort to what we were saying. So, so he went with that. And then what we decided to do was just say, all right, have a good day because I mean yeah we did what it was intended to do and it was so exciting it was it was a good little rush I've never been so like well I mean I have but I mean the excitement there the excitement there was on par with anything else yeah like it was so exciting when we were getting all the likes we got likes from this guy Christopher Snowden who's a renowned journalist so yeah we we, to say the least we were uh excited indeed indeed <laughs> yeah, shout out christopher snowden 
Um, but yeah, man. I mean, Yo, this is the sort of thing that this is why we do what we do, in a way. Well, definitely. Sort of, but I didn't like. We, obviously, we, go out there, we ask the tough questions, <laughs> and we deal with what happens afterwards, and we, we try and turn it for our. Uh, well, we're fair, and we're representing exactly yeah. what happens. So, yeah. I mean, I'm happy having done it, and I, we didn't get pulled in some like argument or no, sort of I didn't like, think we would I mean no I didn't think we would either because yeah. all, all we intended to do, as I have repeated more was that just show exactly what happened and it was fun it was it was <laughs> but yeah it was it, it, it was really good it was a good day and then now I'm sort of coming down and I'm yeah. like having to research other things and just move yeah. on basically but it's I wish experience I wish my Twitter blew up like that <laughs> <laughs> at least once a week <laughs> once a Monday oh Woo! man crazy but yeah i mean in in other news we're gonna play the jingle again that made it loud pop that was pretty janky (laughs) it's the first time we've ever played it uh mid podcast yeah because i thought it'd be nice to like break it up yeah you know what we forgot to do is insert the clip the clip of that will be inserted at some point but anyway Anyway, on to other things. I was just going to mention briefly because usually we just uh, talk about some type of film TV that we watch. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I've watched, but I didn't watch one in in its entirety. So I'd like to mention that on a later date. But Doctor Who last night. All right. (laughs) Um, I've been watching it since. You have. I've watched one, two and three. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And. So I think what the BBC are doing really well right now is Killing Eve. Initially, I watched that a few weeks ago and I okay. binge watched it. It was amazing. And it was like, it switched gender roles. You know, like the women in it were the strong, like uh, forward thinking people in it. And usually gender roles in like TV and film have been other ways around. Yeah. But was it, was it like, could you tell that they were doing it? Like in order to be, yeah, in order to do it because it's modern times. Or did no, it no, seem no, genuinely? no, no, no. It was completely seamless, and okay. bas- and the one of the main male roles in it was like this neurotic guy, and it sort of switched it, not because not because it needed, they were doing it for doing its sake. Yeah, but that happens. But there's, new, there's neurotic yeah. men and there's strong women, you know. But they, they that has been underrepresented in recent times in all of in film history, yeah. you know so it, it, it it's moving in a great way and also the, like there was a chinese lead there was a black lady you know there was all just it was a inclusive diverse cast yeah. you know where was it set uh in england russia oh wow paris okay. like all over yeah. it basically it's serial killer lady hitman hit lady oh, yeah but yeah anyway it, it was it. awesome no it was good from start to finish it was yeah, it was a pretty amazing show but then doctor who they've got obviously jodie whittaker yeah uh first lady doctor and she's killing it killing it but again another diverse crowd you know they've got the black guy asian lady a yeah, woman. I, yeah i saw i saw a snippet of the one where the guy with teeth on his face <laughs> and the guy throwing a kebab at him ah uh, yeah i wasn't too enamored with it but i was busy making dinner my housemates were watching it in the kitchen yeah yeah it was just, it was quality yeah. quality but anyway this one yesterday uh focused on uh rosa parks okay 1955 Some heavy stuff alabama 
and it just captured a moment in time which was crazy there was so much amount of hate in that time and it just encapsulated it so well and just showed the importance of Rosa Parks and like Martin Luther King was in it briefly it was clever how they tied it in I mean at parts it was like how's this gonna end like I'm getting bored of it but when it was really sort of how can I say they just made they didn't make light of what she had done yeah it was seriously important and for kids to watch that and sort of have the sci-fi part of it there in order so they learn it it was amazing I don't know what so what time is this shown about seven yeah and so obviously that's not past the watershed no there was no killing in it no but as in in Alabama in the 50s I feel like a lot of people are dropping a certain word no they weren't using that word but obviously there was an obvious like show of how white yeah classes were above how did they do other it? classes it? so it? at the start they just came in to so the tardis landed in yeah. alabama and then they walked down the road as if it was any road and then the the black guy the main character in doctor who picked up this lady's glove who dropped her glove uh-huh. and he picked it up and to give it back to her and the guy that she was with just clapped him in the face oh wow so it was intense from there and it just did set that standpoint of how harsh a time and harsh a reality it was and that's when you get introduced to Rosa Parks in the thing and she breaks up this melee and said you're not from round here like you need to just like hold it yeah. together because things run a bit funny round here and the guy even said look did you not hear of Emmett Till so oh, I mean, damn. it really went into history but it, it really just made it a really important I don't know. It was just it did it? Did it elaborate on what happened to Emmett Till? Sort of. But not see, not that, in this cool compl- because of, like kids that are watching that nowadays that probably otherwise or they'll get taught. They'll get taught in school. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent get taught in school. But it, it it adds to it adds to that. It makes it interesting. Yeah. But it was accurate in everything that they did. I and just there was just bits in it which were just like rah you did so much just by staying seated yeah on that bus and, and it, does it show does it show that yeah it shows it? that that's the whole thing that they're tra- basically this guy is trying to stop that from happening and they need to make all the events because you know like time travel or whatever people talk is it you change little things and little things will there's change a, so there's so a th- time traveling racist in it yes exactly oh, wow. <laughs> there's a time traveling racist who believes that that shouldn't have happened and it shouldn't so he's trying to divert oh that from my happening God. and they have to make it happen but I don't know the way it happens in that it just that gave me it just, no, but it just gave me goosebumps in the way that it, it actually yeah. came to a climax but there was like a, a 10, 7, 8, 9, 10 minute bit towards the end where I was just like I hope I just wanted to reach the climax because yeah. it was just taking how long is an episode of Doctor Who? it was 50 minutes this one 50? yeah okay but yeah, as I say, there was just certain points where it wasn't Doctor Who and it was just reminding you of how important that lady was and how strong she was to have stood up for have... for everyone just by doing that one single act. Yeah. And just to show that also there's hatred in the world and there was a discussion between the two main characters, the girl and the guy, about how things 
haven't fully changed and how there's still racism here today in our times but how things have become better because of this yeah. lady and because of what she did and because of what Martin Luther King did BBC is getting pretty woke they certainly are but I mean it's too it, we can't be giving them too many props because they haven't been doing it forever you know it's not yeah. <laughs> but it's a sign of you know it's a sign of change exactly yeah. and even that conversation sort of I don't know if it snapshotted what the BBC are also doing it's like yeah it's not perfect, but it has led to this even happening. I've, this change. I've never heard of a time traveling racist before. <laughs> never. Has he got his own like TARDIS sort of thing? He's like a time traveler, but yeah, he. Uh, I don't know how he got there through different gadgets, and basically <laughs> Jodie Whittaker was just mugging off his gadget. She was <laughs> like, "Yo, you got some lame gadgets, bro. Like, how are you working with these ones? Man's got a TARDIS." <laughs> Yeah, so, apparently she's quite funny. The she's awesome. Nah, nah, nah. Honestly, and I think she's the best doctor hey, I've seen. What Eccleston? Yeah, shit. No, on him. no, 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 no. She no. shits on him. No, on okay. my life. Did you ever watch him though? Yeah, that no. was the first one I watched. The Christmas special, <laughs> the one that she was in, was the worst TV. I mean, for, for Christmas, Christmas Day TV, you have to have a lot going on. Why? What did she do? She she comes in at the end. I'm pretty sure yeah yeah she comes in at the end yeah but that Doctor Who that was the first time I'd watched it since since all the uh, David Tennant but I mean it was the worst that like the main baddie in the end and like ended up not being a baddie and then and then and then the Doctor Who transformed yeah, man, into a that's woman that, that's down to, that's down to the writers Brother, yeah the writers in this series I'm telling it's, you it's not it's, the same writers it's, it, they may be but they've got they've pulled their finger out because it's great television I'm telling all you right. it's good Alright, It's an enjoying watch. I'll give this one a watch for sure. And should I tell you what just is heartwarming for me? When people just work together, you know? To come off it. Hey, man. <laughs> Honestly, hey, I was man. thinking that last night when I was watching it and there was tear- there was a couple of tears, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And I was just like, it's just so nice when people just work together. I tell you what, On this man my... is near tears right now. <laughs> 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 Alright, and a little and finally, yeah, that we've got oh, is uh, cool. our boy Charlie Sloth. Uh, Charlie, if you're listening, yeah. you're fucked up, bro. Stay strong, brother, but you really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, so he went on stage at these radio awards where lady he did a full. Called... Of, sorry, you just told me this before we aired yeah. this. Yeah, he did a full Kanye Taylor yeah. Swift on but this lady. That's what, so he said afterwards that he was trying to. He was trying to do that. He was. He was trying to be like, I'm gonna let you finish, but blah blah blah. But he just he went on stage when what's her name? Edith Bowman. Edith Bowman won won this award and was like, "Fuck your life, <laughs> a Saturday night rap show." <laughs> That's what I read. <laughs> but <laughs> allegedly, I mean, I'm gonna say allegedly, allegedly because you're but, not. But you know, I trust the Evening Standard. Fair enough. I trust them. Um, yeah, and I just want to say that I mean he's gone. He's gone now from from One Extra on Radio One. We're gonna take your place, brother. Yeah, we're come. We're, we're gunning for your seat. Uh, although it's not going to be his seat anymore, so yeah, well, yeah, but no one's filled it yet. They haven't announced who's filled it. So it's still this Pete Hitchin thing yeah, might. It's got work. it's got his stench on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I just wanted to get that in there because we have we have had a little uh, Charlie Sloth. Yeah, I know, theme. but only in episodes where we didn't put them oh, into the them public domain. Well, you know, so uh, we cussed. We thought we didn't cut. We didn't cuss him. We I won't cuss him. I respect him, but you know, you know. You really done yourself here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, are we going out? I think I think that's good. I think that's wicked. All right. So.
So here we go. We'll just thank you very much. Yeah, for thank you. Cheers. Episode four done. Peace, people.